in my face anyway. I bought in. I wasn't the wager. My gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? I'm looking at this year's uh, rundown, the odds for national championship college. We are 30 days away, exactly one month, so we figured it's not too early to do our preview. But I'm looking at the top odds uh, right here. Alabama, plus 250 to run it back, win the championship. Clemson, 4-1 to odds. Georgia, 5-1. to Ohio State, 6-1. to And Oklahoma, 8-1. to So this year is going to be very, very different from what we're used to in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what is, is that ever going to change, well, Parlay Kid? Those five, or is that the five um, for, for uh, eternity? No, it's not going to change until they expand uh, the playoffs, right? So, right, um, we're going to just pretty much see those. And we, but those teams will still remain. The, yeah. I don't see that. Do we see that changing? I, I do. I, you know, look. You know, we'll talk about it in a second. But you had say you take a team like LSU that won it one year and then right. kind of disappeared last year. So. Uh, you know, you would, I guess not everybody stays That's on top true. for too That's long. That's true. LSU so. now 50 to one. Harry, you're going to hit us with like a middle Tennessee state. Listen, listen, I, 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 this is a team I've been on a couple of years. They still got their running back. Still got their uh, quarterback back. Who? Listen, Iowa state cyclones oh. are going to surprise. They're going to be right there in the mix. They won the big 10 regular season well, or big 12 yep, regular season like championship it. last year. And they got the quarterback and running back. back. I know you love it. I know you love it. We're going to, the deep dive into these conference odds. Bri, anything jump out at you or uh, for, for those top six or even somewhere else somewhere? Well, no, I, I mean, I think you have to go Bama. I mean, I think it's the same yeah. thing every year. I mean, I think they're going to be really good again. Uh, Bryce Young's going to be, I'm sure he's going to be phenomenal in that offense. And uh, yeah, they return a lot of guys on defense too. So even though they're losing a lot on offense, it doesn't matter. These teams just restack. And like you yeah. said, the only thing that's ever going to change this is if a coach move, goes somewhere else. I mean, that's going to be right. the only thing. It's yeah. just mon money will take one of these coaches somewhere else, but it'll still be in the SEC. So it doesn't, doesn't so, really change. Yeah, that's true. Much. So the parlor kid mentioned the playoff, the new playoff system with 12 teams might be next year. I don't think it's finalized yet, So, but it's definitely not this year. The one change this year, well, the one big change, I guess there's some uh, ancillary changes, overtime. Got to go for two in the second overtime. It used to be the third. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if that affects the over-under, but like a quarter point, Harry, but um, not bad, right? Where'd he go? He disappeared? Is he gone Sorry. already? Oh, he's back. Okay. All right, bad bad storms here in Arizona today, so it's uh, is storms, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. What are you doing in morning, Arizona? What are you doing home? On my phone. You're never know, ever right. Home. Oh, that I'll was be gone soon. I see. That's what that was. All right, so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna jump in. Let's do it head first. SEC, the title game last year, Bama 52-46 over Florida. I don't know if it was as close as that, right? I think they were up 38-17 or something, 34-17 at half. Uh, I'm gonna hit you with odds. Not Bama, not Georgia. I'm going. I'm not Florida. I'm going Georgia plus one ninety. Kirby Smart squad starts with Clemson nine four. That's September, but that's not going to affect the SEC rankings. But then they have UAB. They're going to be favored by a lot against a lot of these teams until October thirtieth when they meet Florida in Jacksonville. Then at Tennessee, not a particularly tough schedule by Georgia's standards. Um, Last year, 424 yards a game on offense, 32 points a game, which is not great by SEC standards. You got JT Daniels back, came on strong after the knee injury, four returning offensive linemen. Top five running backs are back, including uh, Zamir White, 779 yards, 11 touchdowns. 
the defense destroyed everyone except two teams, the teams they needed to. Uh, everyone else failed to get past 300 total yards. They allowed 321 once against the run. Maybe one plus 190 anyway in the SEC championship game versus Bama, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing there's still a little value here. I actually think that's a coin flip game if they get that far. Parley Kid, now you mentioned LSU. What did I say, 50 to 1 odds to win the whole thing? You said that. Uh, is I that I is that it. correct? I, yes. I think, and you're I'm thinking you're correct. You made, it, you made it up uh, here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm jumping on that. I would actually sprinkle money on that. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. I mean, LSU is uh, bound to rebound back from a you know, look. Last year was a strange year for a lot of teams. For most teams, right? Uh, and I think LSU seemed to really. Uh, they kind of hit a wall after that championship year. They lost their offensive coordinator the year before. Well, they've made changes already uh, with some of their assistant coaches. Uh, they have a new offensive coordinator. Uh, they have a couple, uh, what uh, head coach uh, proclaims he has two quarterbacks he thinks can win a national championship. So but I'm just going to stick with something very simple here with LSU. I'm taking their over here mm-hmm. of eight wins uh, at minus 125. Uh, two years ago, we were talking about this as maybe one of the best college teams we have ever seen. Uh, and yes, they were one of the best college teams we have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have regrouped. They've hired some new coaches. Uh, you have, uh, as as coaches said, uh, you have two guys that uh, could win championships at the quarterback position for them. I'm thinking Brad Johnson's son here. You all remember Brad Johnson, right. Super Bowl winning quarterback himself. I'm thinking his son is going to win this job. I think he's going to have an outstanding year for them. We're going to see uh, over eight wins. Uh, they have Florida at home. Uh, some of their swing games at Auburn at home. A lot of their swing games are at home. Uh, I think eight is way too low. For Did that go? I mean, uh, was that eight and a half and it went to eight? Huh? It's at eight, Sal. It's yeah, at eight at minus one twenty-five. I mean, I that's too good to pass up for an LSU team that is primed. Sal, so they have NFL players all over the field. They 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 have top recruits. Yeah, coaches. You know. They He's need Joe Burrow back. They never should have let him go. That was a disaster. No, their their defense was rough last year. Their defense was worse. Yeah, than but a, than you know, yeah. it was it was it was rough. Uh, again, yeah. new coordinator there too uh, as right. well. So uh, I think they've they didn't stick around with those guys. They made major upgrades. Eight is too low. Right. Uh, you could add it up. They're winning at minimum nine. I think they're going to make a push for a uh, SEC title game here too. Okay, Bri, you're going, this uh, surprised me. Texas A&M was so high, nine and a half, but a lot's expected of them. You're going over, you get plus money for that. Yeah, I like the, yeah, you get the plus 125 here for over nine and a half. Uh, one of you guys could probably in the next two minutes convince me to go under though here. But when I look at their, <laughs> when I look at their schedule, I see them going five and oh out of the gate and then they get Bama at home on October 9th. So, you know, that's a possibility they could win that game. But uh, I mean, I doubt it still, there's a possibility. Their schedule though is, very favorable. Um, you know, again, they have Alabama at home, Auburn at home. Uh, they're going to need, I mean, the one thing, they, their road games are Missouri, Ole Miss, and LSU. So they're going to have to win two of those three, I think, to get this to go over. Look, they lost Mon. They lost a lot of their offensive line. But they bring in this kid, Haynes King, who's supposed to be one of the best dual threat quarterbacks in college football. He was one of the top recruits coming out of high school. Uh, but the thing is, their defense may be, you know, yeah top two, three defense in, in right. the country. They return they return nine starters. Uh, they were very good defensively, too, at times. 
um, last year. So I think 10 and two is a lot, but I think it's doable for the team, especially with the, the schedule All right. that they have. All right, Harry, we butt heads here. You like the uh, volunteers. Uh, actually, this is like the only over I like, really. But you like them under six and a half, and you're paying a big price for it. Yeah, uh, it is at minus 175. But uh, Tennessee football has really fallen on hard times. They do have a new head coach. I don't know if you guys remember Oklahoma quarterback Josh Heupel. But like in 2019, yeah. they lost five of the last uh, five of their first seven. Last year, lost seven of the last eight. Uh, and had just three wins. Uh, quarter, the quarterbacks last year, Jarrett Guarantano and Harrison Bailey combined for just 10 touchdowns, were sacked 26 times. Their leading wide receiver last year, Joshua Palmer, is now with the uh, L.A. Chargers. They were 148th in the nation in offense. And on defense, they should be a bit better, but they still give up 30 points uh, in six of uh, their seven losses last season. Their schedule isn't really, uh, in terms of their non-conference, isn't that too bad for them. They got Bowling Green, Tennessee Tech, South Alabama. They play Pitt, too, who's uh, over-under is seven this year. But uh, still, I don't think they have enough offense to win three or four games in conference play, and I still think it stays under six and a half. Yeah, I like the over there. You got uh, Heupel's in there. It was a UCF uh, coach. He's a quarterback guru. Now they're choosing, I think, between Milton from – they have recruits from Michigan and Hendon Hooker, the Virginia Tech uh, quarterback. Jabari Small they brought in, right, from Memphis. So it's a lot of new guys, two five-star guys on offensive line. The defense was okay, like you said, but it was bad throughout the conference, so it doesn't matter. And like you said, they have Georgia and Bama on their schedule. Let's start with Bowling Green, Pitt, Tennessee Tech, South Alabama, Vanderbilt. Those are all winnable games. I think they can go at Kentucky, Old Miss, South Carolina, Missouri, win two of four, and that gets you plus 150. I like the plus money. On Tennessee, also every game is close, right, Brian? I feel like every Tennessee game there, yeah. they're winning like so seventeen true. six that's or true. something. Well, they yeah, they blow. blew a lot. Yeah. yeah, they blew a lot of those games. Yeah, but that's the, that's the thing when you that's what makes these so tough. They're so good at these because yeah. you look at those schedules and you're like, I I thought too. The first thing I thought is like, oh, definitely under for Tennessee. And then you look mm -hmm. at the schedule and you're ah. like, oh man, they got some of these times. They got, some of these teams, Bry, look for six wins. You get the six wins, you get the bowl. Yeah. Game. Got to get seven here. It's going to be, I think it's tough. Yeah, there's there's it like five, there's five or six games or five games on that schedule. You're like, they definitely should win. Uh, there's also a couple they definitely should It's a win. ridiculous conference. It really is. Big 10. Let's go to the Big 10. Ohio State 22, Northwestern 10 in the championship game that maybe they shouldn't have been allowed to compete in. They changed the rules on it. <laughs> Ohio State minus 220 to win the conference. I think this is easy. I'm just not going against it. You know, I just... I think that's good value. They have four straight Big Ten wins, 68 and eight since 2015, Ryan Day's third season. They lose Fields, they lose Sermon, they lose a couple of linebackers. They have 12 returning starters, but that doesn't really matter for a team like Ohio State. Wide receiver Chris Olivier and Garrett Wilson uh, are back. They're big playmakers. Um, they're at Indiana and versus Penn State, and then at Michigan November 27th, and I don't think they lose that game. They never lose that game. The officials Definitely want not. them in the Big Ten championship, mm. so I like them at minus 220. Bri, I feel like you've gone Wisconsin a lot <laughs> in the past. I feel like I have, too. You're uh, bracketing off here. You like them to win the Western part of the I like them to win the West. I think they're minus 125. I was looking mm. at their over-under, I think, was 9.5. To me, that was too high because they do have a they do have a tough schedule. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just It's just their schedule is pretty favorable at home. Now, you know how much I hated this team last year. They were probably, I probably picked them. That's probably why, but they were like my least favorite team. Uh, they are a boring team. They look really slow at times. Uh, but again, looking at their schedule, 
and that side of the conference, I do think they're the best team. Uh, maybe they don't win 10 games. I still think it's the West, but they likely have the best defense coming back in the Big Ten. Most of their top defenders are back. Uh, Graham Mertz last year was supposed to be this, you know, highly rated quarterback coming into coming into Wisconsin for the, really the first time. He struggled, but he should be better. Uh, they have Berger, who was when he was on the field, he was their best running back last year. Uh, you get Iowa. I mean, that was the thing last year, right? I think essentially they had those tough games at at Northwestern and at Iowa that they looked like right. shit. This year they're getting those teams at home, which is huge for them. I think they've, re- you know, they returned so many guys on this team. I think, uh, I, and they also, I think they have, they probably have like the, you know, they may have the best offensive line too. In yeah, always. Back. I just they can, always, can they get they can they get a quarterback do. that throws the ball? Can they get it? For God's sakes, Wisconsin for once, well, like they get well, the big it, beefy lineman on both sides. They grind you out. It's thirteen ten in the fourth quarter against good the, teams. Like, I the don't funny know. thing is, like I do think they probably. I mean that that's what this this kid Mertz is supposed yeah. to be that guy. But um, you know, I don't know. It, it's just got to be their offense every. You know, because they, I, it's hard to get in a rhythm. I think as a quarterback because it's run ninety percent of the time with this team. Sure. Right. All right, Parlay kid. You say the Hoosiers. Big, big, uh, big strides was not a fluke. You're going over seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, you know, at first I, I kind of, um, was looking at those odds to just win the big 10 or win their, mm-hmm. you know, they're part of the big 10. Uh, I think their odds to win the big 10 were like 20 to one. Uh, we're looking at a team, right? This is a team that already took very large strides last year. Right. We've seen this coming. Uh, they, they're over under a seven and a half right now uh and this is a team last year that was six and one in the regular <clears throat> season they beat michigan they beat penn state they beat wisconsin uh mm-hmm. last year uh and if you remember they they really had osu ohio state who we're talking about as as the champs uh yep. maybe uh, winning this pretty easily this year uh we had they had them on the ropes last year uh the quarterback michael Penix uh jr threw for almost 500 yards against ohio state last year Threw for 320 against Michigan State. Uh, another 350 against Michigan. Uh, he can light it up. He's got to be healthy. His health is the key. He's already had some injuries. Every year that he's played, he's gotten injured. That's the biggest question mark here. All right? Over seven and a half, Sal. They have Idaho. They're home versus Cincinnati. They're a good team, but they are home against Western Kentucky. At home against Michigan State. At Maryland. At home against Rutgers. At home against Minnesota. Uh, that's we really just talked about seven games they really should win. Yeah. Now they got to get one more. They have Purdue and some of these other, uh, maybe you know, closer teams. But I, I think they get eight at least. This is a team that's been on the rise for years. They're a good college football team. Seven and a half is too low. Take the over. All right. Uh, yeah, and so and that Indiana Ohio State game that was Justin Fields did not have a good game there, right? That was the one. He had a t- very bad game right. that there was last the year. Three picks that game, I think. Really hurt. That's where his Heisman chances really took a hit right. in that game. That's so a, you great them, you, a great, great game to, to start the season, right? September 4th at yeah. Iowa. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, I should mention Ohio State minus 220 to win that conference championship. Wisconsin 6-1, to one, Penn State 9-1, to one, Iowa 9-1, to one, and... Paul, like kids, Hoosiers, 20 to one. And then Michigan, what the hell happened? 25 <laughs> to one. Harry, you're going to give Penn State some love. Oh, no, you're going under here. Yeah, under nine at minus 125. Look, I, I, Darren mentioned earlier, yeah, it was a crazy season for a lot of teams last year in college football. But still, 
They went 0-5 to start the season last year, gave up 30 or more points in all of them. They opened the season at Camp, Camp Randall in Madison. Uh, they also are on the road at Iowa, at Ohio State, at Michigan State. They also have to play Auburn. Uh, and I'm not so sold on quarterback Sean Clifford. Uh, I think they'll lie too much on and on offense out of freshmen from last year, now sophomores who played well at times last season. But still, asking for the win to get 10 wins is asking a lot in the, for this team out of the Big uh, Big Ten. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it goes under nine. Harry, are you doing this from a house that's undergoing construction? Construction and also thunder <laughs> and lightning outside like crazy. So I don't hear that, the thunder and lightning. Yeah, I hear the that construction. That doesn't sound like. Yeah, I told those guys like to stop it for a, for an hour or two, so I may have to go back up. There those guys would kick up. your ass, Harry. Stop. All right. Stop doing Please, your job ahead. for an hour or two. You just work till 7 o'clock while I talk about uh, for Penn State on, uh, players. I don't know. What do you do? Why did you do it there? You knew it was construction. Because I, uh, I, I, I have a doctor's appointment after, too, so I got to uh, right. so I, I came over know here. About that. I'll throw um, an extra one in. <laughs> Jesus. Northwestern under six and a half. They return only three offensive starters, seven overall, which is the fewest of any power five team. They were held to 21 or fewer in five of the last eight games. You got Ryan Holinsky. Doesn't excite me. The South Carolina transfer. No more Peyton Ramsey, a quarterback. Um, The defensive coordinator is gone. They were 11th ranked recruiting wise in the Big Ten. I feel like they had their their day in the sun there and they blew it against Ohio State. They start with Michigan State September 3rd. About a touchdown favorite, but could lose. And then I'm in good shape if they do. At Duke, at Nebraska, at Michigan versus Iowa, at Wisconsin. Weird game against Purdue and Wrigley Field. Pat Fitzgerald's team blew it last year. I think they regressed to 6-6. and Give me under in Northwestern. We go to the ACC. Clemson took care of Notre Dame 34-10 after Eddie Spaghetti. Is that right? Does that ring a bell, (laughs) 34-10? I don't even know. Sounds all right. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, after you beat them, but not the same. Now they're minus nine hundred to win the ACC. It just kind of sucks. North Carolina ten to one, Miami ten to one, Louisville thirty to one, BC thirty to one, NC State fifty to one. If you split it up by divisions, they're minus twenty four hundred Clemson to win the Atlantic. And then we'll talk about the ACC Coastal Division, where it's Carolina and Florida. Miami, sorry, is a uh, coin toss. There, I am gonna go with Miami plus one twenty-five. Now they're gonna be—they're a seventeen and a half point dog to Bama. That's not a good sign. This is for the coastal. Um, doesn't really matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter at all towards the coastal standings. They were eight and three last year. Nineteen returning starters. They average over thirty points a game. Thirty-four actually for the first time since twenty sixteen. All five linemen return. They lose Gregory Rousseau on defense. Who drafted him? The Bills. I think the Bills drafted him, right? But he. Okay. Uh, he opted out anyway, so shouldn't matter. De'Ara King, 109 touchdown passes coming off that torn ACL, though, in the Cheez-It Bowl, which is extra embarrassing. Um, 109 touchdown passes for this guy. They're at North Carolina, which I don't think will be as good. You guys are going to fight me on this. At Florida State, tough schedules for both of those teams I just mentioned. So I like them at plus 125 to win the Coastal. Harry, you agree with me? I do. I like uh, I like what Manny, uh, head coach Manny Diaz is doing there in Miami. Um, yeah, you mentioned Derek King. Let's not forget in 2018 at Houston, he had 50 touchdowns that year, mm-hmm. 50 touchdowns. North Carolina has lost some players. They lost their two stud running backs uh, to the draft uh, last year, Michael Carter and Javante Williams. They combined last year, combined those two guys for 33 touchdowns. Uh, UNC has to play at Notre Dame. 
Uh, Howell's tremendous uh, 68 touchdowns in two years, but still, I, th- I like Miami. Like you said, Sal, a lot of returning starters here. The running back, uh, Cameron Harris, returns. Their leading wide receiver, Mike, Hart- uh, Mike Hartley, returns too. Uh, he had 800 yards, seven touchdowns. Uh, in UNC, a lot of players not there. So, And again, the conference is very weak. You got uh, they they get Florida State, NC State, both at five for their over unders. Duke's at three and a half. Georgia Tech's at, at five. So I think it's kind of like I said, going to come down to the game against North Carolina in Chapel Hill. But still, I think Miami takes it at plus one twenty five. Like I said, it's toss up. Like Miami a little bit more than North Carolina this year. All right, we're giving not a lot of variety here because we're just really going over Miami, North Carolina. <laughs> Although we'll talk Clemson um, when we when we get to the Heisman stuff. Uh, but Parley Kid, you do like North Carolina at ten to one. You say they upset. Clemson, the championship game. Yeah, well, look, I, you know, I, I think uh would be nice to see, wouldn't it? I yeah. think at least to say, to get somebody else besides Clemson. Uh, look, maybe, maybe I've, I have too much faith in uh, Tate Frazier, and, <laughs> you know, our pal, uh, really pumping UNC up time after time after time. But they themselves have a Heisman Trophy candidate and their quarterback, Sam Howell. We saw him put on a lot of shows last year. I mean, I, although I have to say, they lost a, a ter- had a terrible loss to Florida State last year. I think oh, we yeah. all remember that. Where, boy, that was one of the worst losses of the season, from what yeah. I recall, from a team. But unlike what Harry's saying, see, running backs to me are replaceable. We see it in the NFL. We see it in college football. Guys, step up. They are returning 18 out of 22 starters uh, on both sides of the ball. UNC. Uh, and they were eight and four, and could have easily really been like a ten and two team last year if they just that they had a bad loss to Virginia and a bad loss, as I said, to Florida State. This year, you're saying they have, they have Miami at home. That's going to be a huge factor. Uh, Mac Brown is he's excellent coach. We've seen already what he's done there uh, in UNC. Why not ride with them this year? Eighteen out of twenty two returning starters for a team that's has one of the leading Heisman Trophy candidates uh, as well. They're going to air the ball out. Big year for them. All let's right. go. Let's take them to win the whole ACC at 10-1. to 1. Let's do it. Not terrible, Bri. You're making it just to win the Coastal. You, you're uh, more confident in that, plus 125. I told you it's a, a toss-up between them and Miami just to win yeah, the Coastal. Should we ju- uh, yeah, should we just put a ton on both of them? Yeah, both maybe. Win, yeah. Win the, the <laughs> we'll make $18. Well, so. I, will, I will say Miami is the um, – I, I would say Wisconsin was one and probably Miami was the second piece of shit team for me last year. Um, Wait, Brian they, Trade, how often we're talking about uh, King. We're always cursing him. I feel right, like, right, like, right. oh, what a crap game he had today. At least last year for Miami, maybe when he wasn't in Houston. But mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like, you know, even though they were eight and three last year, I just feel like they've underachieved in the big games. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I went I remember I went big on them in that UNC game. Of course, I took them in the that cheese it bowl, um, mm. and two. So, so got killed, hammered on both of those. But I, oh. I do. It's funny we talk about Tate every time. You know, you know Tate last year kept saying next year is our year, next year is our year. Mm. He kept drilling that into our head. So I will say that that does have something to do with this pick here. Um, but you know, we talked about how he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Reminds me a lot of Baker Mayfield when you watch him. They have. I think they're going to have enough back at receiver. They bring back all five starters on the line. Uh, and again, this is probably, you know, the best thing for them is they return 10 starters on defense. Uh, you know, so I, I trust Mac Brown here. I don't know if I trust Manny Diaz. I trust mm-hmm. Mac Brown. Right. I think they're, you know, I think they're six and zero heading into that matchup at home against Miami. 
And I just don't, yeah, I don't know what to think about Miami. I, I think, you know, they have routinely screwed me and I am going against them. This it's year. just so high. I'm going to go under with their win total, North Carolina. I, I'll yeah, move for them that's too. That's high, that, yeah. Uh, nine and a half is high. Mac Brown, that was a really good UNC team. The best we've seen in years. And they were eight and four under Mac Brown. They finished second in both rushing offense, I get it, and passing offense. That offense was insane. But they do lose Carter and Javante Williams. And Brown and Newsom, and those guys accounted for 70% of the team's offense. So I know Sam Howell's great, uh, but let's see if he could do it without those guys. Not even so much the running backs, but the receivers. They gave up on defense 30-plus points in six of the last 10. Offensively, like I said, maybe the best UNC team ever. At Virginia Tech, Florida State, Miami, Notre Dame, at NC State, always tough, always tough. I think they're eight and four. Not sure they get the... 10 wins, maybe nine and three. Real tough. Right, I like this. Right. So, so yeah. you gotta you have to assume in that matchup then, right? They lose to Miami and yeah. Notre and Notre Dame, probably. Right. right. To, to go under there. What do you as we're talking about Notre Dame? Spaghetti, step in here. Give us a quick preview on Notre Dame. Are you glad they're out of this conference or would you want to see them back? Um, I think they easily the ACC right now is basically a two horse race with Clemson and North Carolina. So I right. think if Notre Dame stepped in there, it would be a fun thing. But I, I mean, I'm I'm excited to get back to the regular schedule. I like when they play SC and they schedule you know bigger games. But in terms of the outlook for the season. The biggest thing they did was getting defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, who's bringing awesome prospects. Like, you know, the future should be bright. And the question at quarterback, quarterback brought in Mona Hughes to play at Wisconsin. So uh, if, if he, you know, has any magic that Ian Book had for the last few seasons, it could be a pretty good team. Do I think national championship level? No, but I think it should be another, you know, potentially double digit win season for the Irish. There you go. All Sal, right. That, that, Sal, that's our Jack Cohen from uh, Sable. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's yep. former quarterback. Yep. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. We had high hopes for him. He's still around, huh? He's yep. still around. All right. There you go. Kind of local guy there, Spaghetti. Uh, all right. Let's take a break here and talk Fandle. Oh, we've all had that dream. Tie game. Bottom of the ninth. Bases loaded. Shortstop goes out to catch a pass. Harry's in center field coming in. He gets cleated in the eye and can't see straight for the next <laughs> Oh, no. That's not in the read. Sorry. FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences. FanDuel's letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet does not win and only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo live every Tuesday. $5 Dinger Tuesdays. $25 wager on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max, $25. is a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook app is easy. It's easy. It's not easy. It's easy to use. Yes, fun bet types like same game parlays. And when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against the odds to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. All right, let's switch to the Big 12. Oklahoma won the championship game 27 27- 21. I think I had Iowa State plus three and a half or four. So that sucked. Me too. You did too, right? Yep. Uh, they're minus 170. Repeat as Big 12 champs. Iowa State plus 250. Oklahoma State 12 to 1. Texas 12 to 1. Wow, that's high for a Texas team. TCU 12. West Virginia 25. And on and on and on. Uh, I'm going Iowa State. I think we're all going yeah. Iowa State. Yep. We're all go- actually, Bri, you're going to be the sole dissenting point here. Um, 
Nine and three last year. Matt Campbell's a three-time coach of the year winner out of the Big 12, obviously, but still three-time. That's the highest out of any active coach right now. He crushed Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl. They have 20 returning starters, 11 offensive starters. My God. I'm a Brock Purdy fan. Brees Hall led the nation rushing, 1,600 yards. Defense, second in the Big 12. Didn't lose much. They held Oklahoma to 27 and 30. They have Iowa and Texas at home, and then at Oklahoma. They may play them twice. Often happens. I don't think they'll be plus 250 in that second game, that Big 12 championship game. So I think you're getting value. Obviously, you have to avoid all the injuries and everything else, but that's a fun Iowa State team at plus 250. You agree, Parley Kid? Love it, Sal. Um, prediction, this will be Matt Campbell's last year at Iowa State. I oh. think he's bound for the NFL. Uh, great, great coach. Uh, as uh, I, I love actually watching him coach. I, I kind of think he's he's pretty animated, uh, but his players seem to love him. I think, like you said, I think Brees Hall uh, will be uh, in New York for the Heisman. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll be in the running. I'm not saying he's going to win the Heisman, but he's going to be a finalist. Purdy is a uh, boy. I mean, he's 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 a veteran back there, right? I feel like we've been talking about him for yeah a, a pretty good amount of time. So well, I well I have I have Harry. Oh, you have Harry. Yeah, I've been talking about Brock Purdy for oh Harry. Years. Harry's always oh Harry. I I will say this: Harry at least last year was all over Iowa State. Well, he hasn't uh, won anything, Harry. Maybe but, stop talking about him. And but they right. beat Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma in the regular season last year. Yeah, yeah, right. And look, that's why. What's what? Really, probably just the coach, the running back. Their defense is always solid. I think that not that it really matters when we're talking about this, but I think they get the monkey. Uh, Campbell gets the monkey off his back. He beats Iowa this year. Finally, they win this at plus two fifty. I, I, geez, I really love this. Uh, this one here one. with Iowa State. It's nothing. Uh, we all can kind of agree on that too, right, Harry? Right, you got, Harry. You got anything to add? You like the over, and um, this is a safer bet. You're not getting obviously yeah. as good odds, but over nine and a half wins. So yeah, over and nine two. and a half, and it is it is uh minus one ten. And I think uh, Parlay Kid and Sal, you're right on the right on where it's saying like I think they're going to battle Oklahoma again in a rematch of last year's Big Twelve championship. We mentioned Brock Purdy from Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, 62 touchdowns in his yes. career. Brees, Brees Hall also solid season. 11 of 12 games last year, 90 or more rushing. Uh, they have a couple non-conference schedule uh, teams in their schedule. They've got Northern Iowa. they got UNLV. And then conference, again, they play the Kansas schools both. Uh, scored 97 versus them last year. Mentioned they beat Oklahoma. They beat also Texas last year. And the defense, again, um, held opponents to 20 or less yep. in four of the last five games last season. Their senior linebacker. Mike Rose, who uh, returned to the team, he led the team in tackles. And defensive end, Will McDonald had 10.5 sacks for the Cyclones. He returns as well. Iowa State over 9.5. Harry, they're going to the playoffs this year, Iowa State. Really? Let's do they're it. Going let's to the get playoffs. A new, like Sal said, let's get a they're new going team. Going to the playoffs. This is Brother it. Brother Bryce says time. no. Brother Bryce says they make it to the playoffs. They win the Big 12 and probably what? They lose in the semifinals again? I mean, they're 8-1 to one odds to win this whole thing. Can we just bet them to lose? I want to bet <laughs> Iowa State to win the conference, but Oklahoma to lose in the semifinals. Lose I feel like one of those things yeah. will happen for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really true. I mean, it's very, very true. I mean, but I will say, so yeah, I do like Oklahoma minus 170. It, it, Oklahoma does seem to be uh, the trendy pick, but they did finish off the season really strong. I mean, yep. that Iowa State game, they were in control in the first half and they kind of almost blew that game late, uh, but then they destroyed Florida. I mean, their offense should be ridiculous. I mean, with Rattler back, they have their top receivers back. 
They have one of the best offensive lines in the country. Uh, they have eight starters back on defense. Uh, they were surprising. It was it was weird. We said this last year with the Big 12. Big 12, for some reason, seemed to play more defense than the other conferences, which seemed weird. And Oklahoma, surprisingly, was very good, I thought, at times defensively. Uh, we know, yeah, this just seems like it's a two-horse race for sure. But uh, the one thing I hate about this is Oklahoma and Iowa State play like November 20th, which... Right. It stinks because then you're gonna play yeah. like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, that's um, late for the season for those. Yeah, guys. I, I, you know, I think I mean it's a good possibility that Oklahoma is undefeated uh, right. going into the championship game, and I, I just get the feeling. I mean, for my Oklahoma minus one seventy, I, I do think they'd be. I mean, I think they're gonna be like a a six point favorite in that championship game, even. Uh, I. I so that would put them at minus two something, I guess, for the game. But, uh, you know, even if you look at Rattler, even if Rattler, a kid like that gets hurt for them, they have, I think, the best freshman quarterback coming in and Caleb Williams, too. So they just have uh, never ending talent, it seems like, on this team. So I'm going to yeah. take them at minus 170. All right. I'll throw in an extra one. Texas, here's a, a win loss total under seven and a half. You get plus 105. They were. Seven and three last year. Tom Herman out. Steve Sarkeesian in. Mm. I don't love that. Uh, Bijan Robinson is back, running back. Lowest odds-wise for Heisman, uh, a candidate there, for a non-quarterback. We'll discuss that in a minute. But the best stat you'll hear, this is insane to me. Texas has not had an offensive <coughs> player selected in the first round since Vince Young in 2006. Wow. wow. That is incredible. What? That's First of all, nuts. didn't that who's the center? Cosme or something? Didn't um Washington took him? Was he a second rounder this year? I guess he was a second yeah. rounder. Yeah. Not, I mean, this is crazy, Paulie Kid. It's 15 years. Uh I mean, Harry's that, old that, favorite. I mean, that should not be happening at Texas. Right. right? That that's the the high school football capital yeah. of the world. <laughs> and it just that that's that's stunning to hear that. That's nuts. I well, wouldn't. Maybe have. they should play during well, the day. Maybe this lights that, under the lights thing is not working. Yeah. Doesn't that make it even crazier, guys? That you know with this whole new talk of uh, Texas and Oklahoma moving on to the SEC. I mean, why would Texas want to do that? They're going to only make themselves worse. Stay in the Big Twelve. Let Oklahoma go. Stay in the Big Twelve and win the Big Twelve every oh, year. Why would the they want to do it anyway? I don't understand that at all. I don't think yeah. that, that could happen. Your boy Sammy Ellinger's out. Harry, he's a cult. So now it's mm -hmm. Casey Thompson versus Hudson Card, who's a red shirt freshman mm -hmm. battling out at QB. Half the starters returning. And, you know, they've been ranked outside top 50 for the last three seasons defensively. Pass defense outside the top 100 for five seasons. And they have to replace three of their four leading tacklers. Oklahoma at Baylor, at Iowa State, at West Virginia versus Kansas State at TCU, who they lost to last year. It's always a disappointment. I don't think Sark Sarkeesian gets it done. They had seven wins last year. Going yeah. under seven and a half plus like 105. All right. Pack 12 odds. Remember the championship game. Oregon's pretty good. Oregon 31, USC 24. What do we have for odds here for the Pack 12? Well, of course, it's Oregon plus 230. You got Washington plus 350. Arizona State four to one. USC four to one. Utah six to one. Then drops off with UCLA 14 to one. If you go north, uh, south, Oregon's a minus 130 favorite in the north. Arizona State plus 175 in the South. I'm going USC. Maybe this is a homer call here. USC four to one odds for the South plus 175. I like both. Um, five and one last year. Clay Helton lost to Oregon. 
Uh, you have Kieran Slovis as a Heisman hopeful, Keontae Ingram running back, wide receiver Drake London, all backs, all spearhead that offense. They led the Pac-12 in pass offense. Uh, defensive end Corey Foreman was the number one overall recruit in the country last year or so, or this year. Uh, I know they don't beat ranked teams. I don't think they'll have a problem with that in this pick Pac-12. I think it's a down year. ASU at ASU, November 6th. That's the big game, but I like the odds. I like the value on USC at 4-1 to one and plus 175. For it's the South, Harry, you are going Washington for the North. I am. I'm going to take Washington uh, for the North at plus 135. Uh, probably the second best team in the North, Oregon. I think that's like plus 125 to win the Pac-12 North. But I'm going to take uh, the Huskies. Uh, probably comes down to the game against Oregon, which uh, they, it was canceled last year. So they do get Oregon at home. They gave up almost 100 points less on defense last year than the Ducks did in conference play. Huskies get their quarterback, the leading rushers, receivers, and top two tacklers are back. Oregon's quarterback last year transferred uh, to Texas Tech, so new quarterback situation there for them, for the Ducks. So uh, let's take a shot here with Washington at plus 135 to win the North. All right, Brother Bry, please tell me you're not just copycatting uh, Furman here with Utah. No. Well, this is another one. Brian always likes Utah. I feel like I'm pulling a Harry today. I'm going with, like, similar teams that I always go with. I do like – I seem every year I go with Utah. I I do feel like – you know, I like them over eight and a half, uh, minus 120. I was actually surprised Harry didn't go with uh, Arizona State. Um, Sanctions, Bry. Sanctions against uh, Herm Edwards. I don't like it. it. It's funny though. It's like you look at the Pac-12, and I feel like every team has like twenty got twenty starters returning mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason. But yeah, um, I like them at over eight and a half and minus one twenty. I also like Utah to win the conference too at six to one. I think, um, but Kyle Whittingham to me uh, never seems to let me down. They always seem to overachieve. Yeah. I wouldn't count last year though uh, with the shortened season, even though uh, they won their last three. Uh, but this is going to be an emotional team this year. They'll be playing out without their, you know, they lost. Um, unfortunately, the kid Ty Jordan, their running mm-hmm. back, passed passed away in the offseason. Uh, but they do get 10 starters back on offense. They bring in um, Charlie Brewer from Baylor, who should be yeah. an upgrade from last year. It's funny. I always liked that kid, although I will say Baylor's another team that uh, it's that big ten, 12 screw jobs. Uh, another team, Baylor, always seemed right. to kill me. But Brewer, I always seem to like him. Mean, he seemed to be under a lot of pressure with no line at Baylor. But uh, they bring back nine starters on defense. They always have some studs on the defensive line. Uh, this team should be 4-0, I think, heading into, heading into that USC game. Uh, their schedule isn't that tough um this year and they get Oregon at home so I like the over eight and a half here all right there you go yeah they uh it was two years ago right they were eight and one in the conference or or uh, like 11 and three overall or something yeah 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 uh, all right uh parlay kid Oregon seems pretty safe every year don't they Sal um yeah. and every year I kind of curse them I, I'm not a big huge <laughs> fan of their coach but I'm gonna take uh. them over nine wins if this number was nine and a half I would not be taking it but I'm going to take them over nine wins. Uh, speaking of quarterback, they probably have a better quarterback in there now than they had last year. Uh, transfer from BC, Anthony Brown, uh, who um, if uh, he's in competition for the job. I don't think he's won it yet. So if somebody beats him out, I think they're going to be, pr- he had to be pretty decent to beat Brown out. Uh, Brown's played a lot of football too. So I think that's an upgrade at that, their that quarterback position for them. Sal, they start off the year with Fresno State before mm-hmm. they head to Ohio State. That's not going to be an easy one, obviously. But they have 
Oh, game three, Bry. Yes. Stony Brook. <laughs> Stony Brook. Is that wow. traveling? How did yeah, they manage traveling that? To, wow. Traveling I no west. I have no idea how Stony Brook was. Stony able to Brook like, is traveling how west. How much how are, are they, they making? How much are they getting paid for that one? I don't know. Do um, they? All right. Here's a good question. Do they get more in dollars or points? Um, uh, point spread. Like what? What is it? What's the number? What's the higher number? What do you think they'll be giving? Fifty four. Oh. Well, it's funny. I was yeah. I was gonna say that line's probably got to be like yeah. It's gonna be yeah. Stony Brook knows like, how to. At uh, least ground up, and pound upper forties, low fifties. Keep that right. score. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting, Brian. Wow. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> I don't think it and, is. Uh, <laughs> we uh, one of uh, one of Michael's friends might be starting at tight end for Stony Brook this uh, year. So um, that should say be a pretty prayer. interesting. All right. Yeah. So we're pretty happy to see it. But yeah, Fresno State, Washington State, Arizona, Oregon State, Stanford, who's really down. Cal was terrible last year. UCLA, Colorado. These are all teams that they should beat. Uh, if you add all those up, that's at least nine. And to go over nine, they're going to have to beat either. They're going to have to win at either Washington or at Utah. I think they win one of those games. They get to 10. They always right. seem to be pushing that number. So worst case, you're going to get a push from this. Uh, I'm also surprised, Parley Kid, that Harry hasn't bombarded us for the last 10 minutes with ASU talk. I'm sick of it. with All the Nikhil Harrys over the years and enough. But their over-under is nine. And if you go under, you get plus 110. They don't get to nine ever. I get it. They're supposed to be great. The number one scoring offense and defense to return 20 starters. Jaden Daniels is up there for Heisman consideration. But I'm supposed to bet them over nine. They were two and two last year under Herm Edwards, eight and five the year before, seven, yeah. two, two, seven and sixes the year before that. This is more of a hunch than anything at UCLA, at BYU, at Utah, USC, and at Washington. They lost to UCLA and USC last year. I'm going under nine with. ASU. All right. Mm. That's the five. We got through the power five conferences. Should we hit the Heisman? What stuff here? All right. We'll jump to the Heisman picks in a second. But first, you should know that football season about to kick off. And yes, Prop Swap is here as always to make this your best season ever. With Prop Swap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make you money. It just needs to improve. The average seller on Prop Swap makes over $500 a month just listing and selling tickets. Right now, the Steelers and Cardinals are both 44 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Which team is more likely to outperform expectations this season and have value to sell on Prop Swap? The answer is the Cardinals. Don't tell Damashek. And remember, when making your bets, always go for two. Make two tickets on the same team so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, now on to the Heisman Trophy odds. Devonta Smith, I tried to find odds on him last year. I couldn't. Like when it started? He won it last year, uh, maybe because he w really wasn't the number one receiver there going in, right? Jalen Waddell and Jamar think, Chase for LSU, think, you could find it 100 I, to 1. Was to, he had to be further think, down than that, right? I thought he was um, – I thought at some point I thought he was definitely 100 to 1. At, uh, so Waddell maybe got hurt or something? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm looking at like August odds or something from last yeah. year, so maybe he wasn't there. But this year, Spencer Rattler, the Oklahoma quarterback, uh, Fandle has him as 8 to 1 to uh, win the Heisman Trophy. DJ Wagalele, Clemson, 11-1, JT Daniels. Is it Wiagalele? What is it? Did I, I say it wrong? It's, it's what, Uangalele? Is Uangalele? I think it's Uangalele. Uh, I think it's Uangalele. You got to throw an N in there. There's no N, but you got to say Uangalele. All right. 
JT Daniels, Georgia, 12 to 1. Bryce Young, Bama, 12 to 1. Sam Howell, we talked about, UNC, 16 to 1. Tierra King, all these guys, 16 to 1. Stroud for Ohio State, 16 to 1. Coral for Ole Miss is up there, 18 to 1. Slovis, USC, 25. And then I mentioned B. John Robinson is the first non-quarterback uh, to be mentioned in consideration. Texas running back, 30 to 1. I'm going Weongalele. I think yep. three of us are. This is not going to be interesting here. 914 yards, five touchdowns, uh, not a running quarterback. He had 13 for two yards against uh, Spaghetti's Fighting Irish. 439 um, with two touchdowns that game, though. Really good game versus BC. Big comeback. You know, freshman, this could be Dabble's. They're saying best wide receiver core ever. Are you mm. kidding me? EJ Williams, Ajew, they had three guys hurt last year. I think he could do it. You know, if they put up big numbers against these scrub teams in the ACC and he plays well against a couple of teams, I think uh, California native, Harry, you got to talk about where everyone comes from. I think he does it. I think those are good odds. Uh, First of all, I would take a few guys here, right? Isn't that the way to do it, Parlay Kid? This year, especially, because there's no really overwhelming favorite or anybody that's really close where you – there's no – Let's put it there, there's no Brooklyn Nets at two to one here, right? Right, right. So I, I think you could put money on uh, multiple guys and, uh, you know, have a fun time rooting. Mm-hmm. All right. So you got that. You got I, that as well. Well, I got DJU here as well from Clemson. I mean, I just based it off his, really his magnificent start against Notre Dame last year. Notre mm-hmm. Dame was a very solid defensive team. And he, he you know, he was 29 for 44. Uh, for 439 yards, uh, three touchdowns or so. And then he had a pretty solid start um, a performance against uh, BC as well. So uh, he's huge. He's got a huge arm. You're, you're right. And and, th- and that ACC, like most conferences, Sal, they, Clemson could be putting up 40 points a game. Right. right? And so uh, that's going to happen. Uh, he's going to have a big season. His numbers are going to be I actually think he'll have better numbers than Trevor Lawrence ever had at Clemson right. too, as well. So, so it's hard I think to at eleven to one, have... let's roll with them, Sal. Let's do it right now. They're gonna win 10, 11 games, right? So, did I read that they never had a a Heisman Trophy winner? I guess it would make sense if Lawrence didn't win it, right? I'm thinking back, who else? Who the hell else would? Have yeah, been well, Clemson. Yeah, Deshaun, um, Deshaun Watson. Oh right. Oh right. Right. Who, who yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Harry, I'm surprised you're not hitting us with something ridiculous like Graham Mertz at 100 to 1 odds or something. Uh, no, you know, listen, I'm all in on Iowa State. I'm all in Brees Hall at 40 to 1 to win the Heisman. Look, they gave it to a wide receiver last year. Not, why not a running back this year? Darren's right. I think he's going to be there in New York yep. when they do the, uh, when he's going to be one of the four guys there. Um, he led the nation, Sal, you said, rushing over uh, almost 1,600 yards. He had 23 total touchdowns, 21 rushing. Uh, had 140-plus yards against Oklahoma in the regular season game. Uh, and he had eight games last year with over 140 yards rushing and receiving. Iowa State's going to roll. They're going to put big numbers on offense. Like I said, Brock Purdy there, too. Also 30-1 to to win the Heisman. But Brees Hall at 40-1, to he carries the load for the Cyclones, and he'll be there, one of the four guys in, in New York, when the Heisman is announced. You should bet both for sure. I know you won't, but you should bet both the 30-1. to and the 40 to one and whoever, you know, whoever the contract I might banging away. With. I might. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot you changed from DJ. All right, Bri, you, uh, you also are uh, going off, not off the board, but you expect big things from UNC and Sam Howell. 
Yeah, I mean, I expect a lot from Sam Howell. You know, I I thought, you know, he was super impressive last year. I mean, they're the, you know, you guys just brought up already with the ACC. I mean, the one thing about the ACC is I think these teams like North Carolina and Clemson are going to put up, you know, there's going to be games where they're, you know, just scoring like 50 points routinely. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, like I said earlier that, you know, he, he reminds me a lot of, of Baker Mayfield. And um, I don't know, when we, I think we did this, you know, I think we did like an early look at this right after the season. And I think Sam Howell, his numbers originally were like eight to one or 10 to one. Mm-hmm. Now they now they dropped to I, I they dropped to 16 to one. I don't know necessarily why that's the case. Mm. I mean, I think all you know what it's going to take. I mean, obviously, they have that Miami and they have Notre Dame back to back games. So I think, you know, if he could put on a show at Notre Dame, I think that's going to be right. uh, that's that's going to look great for him. Uh, but I do think they're going to be a really good team. So um I just like that at 16 and one. There you go. All right. Those are our Heisman picks. And right now it's time to jump on the Riverboat Casino. Every now and then the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend propositions as they relate to sports and pop culture. Now it's going to be different this year in the NCAA. A lot of controversy. Should the players be getting paid? I see both sides. The NCAA makes a ton of money on these guys. It's not fair that they don't get anything. They're star- starving students, a lot of them. Then again, they do get uh they do get scholarships and Whew. I don't know what I don't know what it's going to be for these locker rooms for some of these, you know, SEC teams that are like, you know, 4 and 8, but the quarterback's making $700,000. It could be could be a little weird, right? Like the Missouri, I don't I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end up. Anyway, it's different. Got us thinking, which fictional college football player would have earned the biggest NIL deal. Is it Forrest Gump minus 500? Bobby Boucher, three to one odds. Lucy Draper, that's Kathy Ireland, right? Yes. Not necessary roughness, nine to one odds. She was a kicker. Thornton Mellon from back to school. Oh, Rodney, 30 to one odds. Or the field at even. Start us off, brother Brian. Well, it's funny. Yeah, that Kathy Ireland one. Um, I was thinking about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, based yeah, on what some of these, based on what some of these few, based on what some of these, uh, Gymnasts are making, yeah, maybe she would be, uh, right. maybe she would be number one. But I'd have to go with Bobby Boucher. I mean, you know, a former water boy, never played, never played football in his life. I mean, I, I haven't seen the movie in a while, even though I think I saw it like twenty times in the movie theater. But um, I do think he broke the NCAA record with like sixteen sacks in one game, which I, I think that would be enough to yeah. warrant, uh, to warrant a huge deal with. Uh, Aquafina or you know some type of uh Poland Springs or somewhere should should pony up a ton of mm. money there for uh for Bobby Boucher. I love Boucher, but I don't even know if he's like the uh number one ha- okay, you can mute it, Harry. Number one uh <laughs> halfwit there uh that would get the most money. I'm going with Gump. I don't like to go with the favorite too much this high, but sponsors loved him. The first of all, he got the Nike thing for running, he got ping pong paddles, they couldn't wait. To uh, as a guy who couldn't get tackled, by the way. So um, I don't know. A 16 sacks is great, but you can't tackle a guy. And they know he's like, you know, he's not all with it. So he's going to spend it all on freaking candy. So you can get him for dirt cheap and there'd be a million sponsors with their hands out. I'm going gump. Parley kid, what do you say? I'm taking Lucy Draper here, Sal. At, look, look we, only because we saw the attention the Vanderbilt kicker got last year mm-hmm. for really accomplishing nothing close to what Lucy Draper was uh, 
you know, doing. She, she's kicking 40, 50 yard field goals. Imagine that's really happening. She'd be, uh, how marketable would she be? The way, you know, model looks. Right, right, right. Uh, kicking 40 or 50 yard field goals. They, they, the, uh, well, she'd be, she'd be a multimillionaire, Sal. Multi, multi-millionaire. All right. There you go. Harry, what are you saying? I'm going to jump on Brian, take Boucher. Uh, Look, I actually watched it last week. I mean, I mean, he blocks the blocks the field goal against Iowa, returns it for a touchdown. Uh, that was fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. the you got the orange jersey as well. You know, the hideous colors that they had with the, the whatever shade of brown that was with the orange jersey. You know, orange <laughs> is my favorite color. So let's go Boucher with the orange oh, jersey true. number nine. I forgot about that. All right, uh, Joel Solomon, babyface. You have something to add here, or, or spaghetti, or meatballs? I mean, it's, it's got to be Bobby Boucher. Look how much uh, Jennifer Aniston got for being the face of Smartwater, and you would trust right. Bobby Boucher. You know, he's not just going to sign with Dasani, mm-hmm. like some crap water that <laughs> doesn't even taste like water. He yeah. would mm-hmm. give you the premium H2O. I mean, I don't know if you've had Dasani. If they found this water on another planet, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even use it. This is... Wow. He, he would not drink Dasani. Shit. He would go... Fiji or Aquafine or something good. Joel, we we signed Dasani as a as a sponsor for next week. Dasani is delicious. Dasani is delicious. It's all right. <laughs> Spaghetti or meatballs? You have a pick. Did Tim Riggins ever make it to college from Friday Night Lights? I'm trying to think about that. You know, I was thinking that we could have included. No, him he was now, like he was kind of done, school, wasn't he? Done? Wasn't yeah. he done with football? Kind yeah, of he after was that. Done, like, I think. He was kind of done, right? What did he had the business after that? He and his brother ran some kind of business, I think. I, I can't remember. But yeah, but even high school players are getting signed now. So it doesn't really, you could, you could kind of jump on that too. That's a yeah, good Riggin. Point. Smash Williams went to college, right? He could have been one. He could have won, been one. No doubt. Sure. Yeah. All Al right. Bundy. Al Bundy's a good one. We forgot <laughs> Al Bundy. Bundy. Heck yeah. Five yeah. touchdowns, poke that's, right. that's a really good one. One game. really good. Uh, <laughs> all right. What do you think? Joel, you have your own riverboat, uh, baby face, that you want to throw at us. All right. Well, everyone, uh, we're excited to head to Vegas uh, yeah. shortly. And uh, I, I wrote uh, my own question today. Go ahead. Who will be, of the four of you, uh, the first to fall asleep in Vegas? Ooh. This is, uh, you know, it's really, it truly is the city that doesn't sleep. And, uh, it's definitely me. It's, it's definitely me. Well, I mean, yeah. you should go I, honestly, last. You should go last. Well, the man. odds are because uh, Parlay Kid at five to one. We've got Sal at fifteen to one. Harry coming in at twenty-five to one, and Brother Bry fifty to one to be the final person. Yeah, I think yeah. that's good. I mean, Brian, Brian doesn't should sleep be more. anyway. It's, I mean, Brian, Brian doesn't, doesn't sleep, period. sleep here. So when he's in Vegas. He will not sleep. Honestly, if he gets a total of, he's there. For, if he gets a total of like eight hours sleep the whole oh, that, time he's that, there, that's that probably a lot. A lot. Yeah, I think, yeah. Parlay kids over on there's like 2.20 a.m. Friday night. I'm probably not too far behind. Harry could go a little longer unless his eye hurts or some bullshit. And, well, if, yeah. And, but well, if I'm, and if I'm hitting at the roulette table, it could be longer, too. Oh, yeah. So probably 6 p.m. I, I mean, I, w- I would have guessed. Harry, I would have said, though, Harry would be the first one because we've, we've seen Harry fall asleep like on random. Yeah, chairs, I mean, Harry like, might fall asleep sofas. right at the uh, at, at right. the uh, yeah, well, playing count? roulette. 
Yeah. He might if literally it, fall asleep right at the table. We've yeah, seen he, him do that before. I've, he rests yeah, his yeah. head against the glass. Joel, I've so urinated at a table. I fell asleep at a table before. <laughs> so really? I've done I've done it both. Is that what you're going to the doctor for? Yeah. <laughs> Costa Rica Costa Rica roulette table. I did urinate. Under I don't, the Vegas, table. it knocks me out. I Jesus. I, I really I, I know, and I'm not you guys know I'm not, you know, uh I'm more into I, I love watching the games and putting money on sports. I'm not much of a card player. So right. and the games are all done by eleven o'clock. You know, well not you know, they're all done by at that time. we got Korean Vegas. baseball. It's Darren. an interesting Korean point, baseball. Though, because I could see Harry not wanting to walk back to his bedroom, so he just falls asleep right at the at the table. Yeah. That is <laughs> I have fell asleep outside of Caesars before on the street before at like four in the morning. So you were homeless so. for a times, Harry. So. That's true. That's yeah. true too. True too. Uh, uh, you know, I have a, a, I think I wrote about this in my book. I played poker once and it was like three forty-five in the morning. It was at the Bellagio and I'm head to head with this guy. And it's probably like, I, I wasn't in a hand all night. And I was like, this is it. I just want to go to sleep. This is it. So it's like a $450 hand. And I don't even remember the cards I had, but, uh, all you know the turn the river was turned and it and i'm looking and the guy needs to bet and uh and i'm staring at him and now it's like you know it seems like 10 minutes but it's like two and a half minutes and he's not saying anything and i said uh finally i've had enough and i was like hey you mind betting or checking because i want to go to sleep already and he says looks at me he's like it's your turn dude i was like oh shit i'm sorry <laughs> check he checks return the cards i lose that was it <laughs> Oh, yeah. You think the dealer would get involved uh, for that, but that's it. So, all right. I'm Well, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have fun in Vegas. Happy anniversary, guys. We really did. Yeah. Another Congrats, year, guys. a couple awesome. of days. And uh, that's our college football preview. It was a lot of work. I hope uh, at least two or three people appreciated it. We'll hear about it. Anyway, that's another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta Spaghetti Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na 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 na